0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Thursday, January 23rd, 2020 is the year. I'm your host, Will
1: Hunter, joined by my co-host, Matt Sheehan. Matt, what's going on? It's not just January 23rd, Will. It's fight night, baby. It's fight <laughs> night. We are going to throw down on this first segment, but not on each other. We're going to draft five people on each side to do that fighting for us, uh, hypothetically. So,
0: Yeah. In in honor of the uh, the Kansas, Kansas State brawl mm-hmm. that happened
1: uh, in college basketball, which, sidebar, yes. uh, wonderful, wonderful development for Bill Self. You know, it's about time he gets some good press on his name. That's uh, really, really feel happy for the guy. Had a, let me just ask
0: you this. Three days ago, I come up to you and I say, Matt, give me mm-hmm. one news headline about Kansas basketball.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: What is it? Probably wiretaps is where i go. Probably wiretaps. Yeah. Probably federal wiretaps. I walk up to you today, I say, Matt, give me one headline about
1: Kansas basketball. Um, the student section has great seats to fight. <laughs> Just incredible A-plus seats to the best fights of the week. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, all of a sudden, the heat that was on uh, Bill Self over there. Now they're kind of looking at uh, Chris D'Souza, who yeah. didn't hit anybody with the chair.
1: But what a letdown! Darn it, what a letdown! He was about to. <laughs> I know, I know. God, what what a what a great rivalry! Kansas, Kansas State is. That's, yes. It's kind of like underrated because like they actually hate each other, and of course, yeah. like Kansas, Kansas is in every position to be like, oh whatever, you guys are the little guys. We don't really care about you. I, like whenever I watch them play each other, you could just see the passion on the court, or 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 off the court, kind of around like you know behind the baseline, if yes. you will. For uh, for example, so yeah, it is. It is truly like.
0: Michigan fans like to do the little brother thing where if you look at it um, and take the last 40, 50 years of history, Michigan and Michigan mm-hmm. State football have a lot of equalities, equal sure. moments. You know, it's not that much of a discrepancy. But when you look at something like Kansas State and Kansas basketball, mm-hmm. like it is truly a little brother, big brother situation. Like Kansas runs the show. Kansas State gets cute once
1: in a while. Yep. And then they fight. <laughs> yeah. And it's great, and everyone has fun. Great, yeah. Um, That's that's kind of the take I was like tired of immediately right off the bat was the oh this is disgusting. Like what a what a stain on college basketball. Are you kidding? It's a a fight. Give me a break. Everyone made it out alive. Come on, that was awesome. It's a good old fashioned rivalry. Oh, we're all (laughs) we're gonna rewrite history and say the Xavier Cincinnati fight was bad a few years ago. (laughs) Please, that was fire. Come on. (laughs) The worst
0: part about the fight was a weapon that wasn't even used in the fight. I know. My man cocked it back, and I don't even know if we know, but it it looked like to me, because people were trying to grab the chair, Mm -hmm. but it looked like to me he had a moment where, like, I shouldn't hit somebody.
1: He did have this a chair. quick moment of clarity, and I think it's because like everyone Just... in front of him at that point was wearing like a Kansas jersey, and I think he <laughs> thought like... a like I shouldn't do this, and b if I do do this, I'm gonna clock one of my my guys right here. So yeah, that, like sure, not great to
0: wield a chair in an attempt to hit somebody, but you I know he, did, I, he didn't I make the attempt. I call it being attempt. resourceful.
1: I call it being resourceful. I don't know. Yeah. I I get where he's coming from.
0: He, he didn't make the attempt. Bad bad optics, but. No sure. harm, no foul. Like, thank you for coming to your senses at the last possible moment. <laughs> yes. yes.
1: Um,
0: so in, in lieu of that, in light of that, we are mm-hmm. going to draft a team of Michigan State basketball players, the All Back Alley team, if you want to call it that. Sure. Uh, who do you want on your side in a Battle Royale scrap? So mm-hmm. uh, we're going to do that. I'm taking first pick because it's yeah, my for show. It. Yep. That makes sense. I know it's our show, but it's my show. No, no, no.
1: it's It's your show. Don't, don't get it twisted. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna take first pick, and then you can have two and three, and we'll snake it. Okay. Oh, snake it. All right. Yeah. All right. So oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I think in the back end, I'm really gonna thin out because your historical knowledge is better than mine. I've got um, ten
1: names in front of me that I'm feeling confident about that I can yeah. draft in any order, and I'd, I'd feel okay with them. Okay. So, yeah. I've got
0: like eight. Okay. That I, I feel decent enough about. Okay. Um, and I do have some fallbacks, like if if it goes wrong, in case of emergency break glass kind of thing sure so it's not all bad um so let's do that we're gonna draft our teams and then segments two and three we will preview michigan state this team taking on indiana they travel to assembly hall tonight to take on the uh the hoosiers so we'll do that in segments two and three so uh reminder to rate review and subscribe to the podcast you can find locked on spartans wherever you get your
1: podcasts
0: matt let's do this good luck will good yeah whatever
1: Yeah, all right choose uh, your so, fighter
0: f- first pick is incredibly obvious yeah just saying. and just that's saying. why I, that's why i took it um so i'm going to I'm going yep. to lead us off here with foster lawyer yep all right yep. <laughs> um now i'm going to take zebo <laughs> first God, yeah. all, all right, right. <laughs> d- all d- right that, um, uh, my reasoning is duh <laughs> yep okay <laughs> that that checks out so, yeah, uh, obviously there, there's one name, one name that stands out amongst the entire crowd and another one that I think can, you know, you can throw some weight behind and feel good about. But the, the one name above them all is Zach Randolph, and I am taking Zach Randolph number one overall. Okay, like Z- that's fair. Zebo Z- yeah. Z- might be in the top five, like NBA. Like, if you're doing the entirety yeah, yeah, yeah. of the NBA, like, give me five dudes of the last 40, 50 years of the NBA. Zebo might be on that starting five, too. So. I
1: think so, too. Like, like, late in his career, he got you know, a little softer on the edges, but. Uh I pray to God he doesn't listen to this podcast because I can see him oh. uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> not taking I mean, kindly to I think to that, he would yeah. take that
0: as a compliment. See, he was a yeah. baller, too.
1: It's not like he was oh, just absolutely.
0: Like, mugging people out there. The right, was he was like a Kendrick
1: Perkins where he was just like there strictly yeah. to be like, an imposing <laughs> force. Like He actually was productive yeah, on the court but, as well. I
0: mean, guy get you 22-10 in a in a New York minute, man. He was, he was sure. cooking dudes without leaving the floor, too, which is incredible.
1: So my, right. my first one I'm going to go with is another obvious one, and this is a guy that anyone listening would absolutely 100% follow into battle because that man is no other than Saginaw's own Draymond Green. I mm-hmm. mean, I, that's, yep. I don't think I need any other explanation really on top of that one. And so I, I get the next pick, right? Is that how we're doing this? Yeah, snake draft. See, okay, I, I might be reaching for him because I don't think you'll draft him soon, but I just got I got to take him. I got to take... Marquis, five hard fouls to give Gray. I gotta do it. I have to a hundred percent do it. That guy scared me through the television whenever I watched him play. He was good for five rock hard fouls and one dunk and a vicious roar that would change the entire momentum of any game he ever played in. So love Marquis Gray, gotta go with him. So right now, Draymond Green and Marquis, I don't even need three other guys right now. This is great. I'm feeling really good. Marquise
0: Gray with the straight backs. Um and the headband. Like, yeah, I, oh. I, I, I feel you. He's not – he's not, he's an oversight on mine probably. He's not on my list. And I got a short list here. Okay. Um, but absolutely. I had to reach it,
1: it for him though. I had to reach for him. Yeah.
0: You're, no, you're good. Uh, now that you say it, I'm like, yeah, he should have been on my list. Um, all right. So you did two. I'm going to do two here then. Um, first up, give me Derek Nix. Oh, no. Oh, shoot. <laughs> That's what I should have went for. Um. That dude, uh, you know, he's from Detroit, and that's Mm -hmm. certainly a benefit in this, um, and is just a rough and tumbly kind of guy. Um, I always respected how he just had incredible footwork, despite, like, he was like a left tackle, like, Mm -hmm. Derek Nix was a really good basketball player. He could have been, like, the greatest left tackle in the history of football. Yeah, Um, He's just a, a, a monster, as wide as you could get, like, in the chest, like, just an absolute brick
1: bleep house like that dude oh was yeah. a monster oh, the, um, the, the, the notes i have right next to him is uh footwork and imposing presence <laughs> so and that's all i had <laughs>
0: and and that's all you need in a fight yeah hey guys will here um so matt and i were supposed to do this uh little draft thing here for you know eight to ten minutes nice quick first segment gets you into the uh, indiana preview and we ended up doing it for 17 minutes yeah didn't realize it, ran along. <laughs> I looked up at the clock when we were done and said, okay, that's got to be two segments. So you're going to hear us sort of talk that out uh, in the second segment here as we realize our mistake. But that's what we're doing. We're going to go to a quick little break right now. We're going to come right back, finish up the draft, and then segment three will be a longer segment. will be all Indiana-Michigan State preview. So we'll do that here in just a second. I'm going to. So, I noticed on my list a lot of front court guys, and that's fair. That's right? probably the way to
1: go, though. I mean,
0: it is, but I want to give a little bit of love. And when you're assembling a crew for a brawl like this, mm-hmm. you know what's scarier than all the big dudes? The crazy guy. The really small dude. Yeah. Cause you're like what the, did, the high
1: motor small guy.
0: <laughs> what did that guy do to get in this crew? <laughs> and so I'm going off the board and taking Tum Tum.
1: Wow! No, there's there's not a bone in his body that that would that would fight someone though, is there? I mean, uh, maybe maybe that's the head. Game First though. off, I it? think
0: I think you are having a selective memory when it comes to Tum Tum's backstory. Nah, uh, probably. If you look at pictures of him, he is jacked out of his mind. He,
1: yes, he is.
0: Yes, he is. <laughs> and my guy grew up in the Bahamas. Yeah. Now, yeah. you and I think of the Bahamas because sure. we're, you know, Americans who've lived a lovely charmed life like is oh, the Bahamas. Fond of a beach? Yes. What a place yeah. to vacation. Buddy.
1: And that's just about it. Yeah, Buddy,
0: that's not where Tum Tum grew up. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, hmm. I think... Uh, you don't think like living in Kansas smoothed him out a little bit? You don't <laughs> think that, that did anything to him?
0: No, because before that, he went to school in a strip mall in Florida. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, see. my okay. my guy um, grew up in the Bahamas, and there's something that, I, I think it's Bomani Jones, someone like that, who says it, it's like, you don't want to look out, when it comes to basketball, you don't worry about the big dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you worry about the little guys who somehow made it all the way up to be with the big dudes. And now, yeah, Tom didn't go pro, but like he was playing high level college basketball as a real small person. Um, and there's just that, that edge. Like, I don't think he's gonna, you know, start the fight or be the instigator, but like that dude is not losing the fight.
1: All right. So I, I got know, two it's a wild pick, but I, I, got- I want
0: it. I want someone in the crew to just be like, uh-oh. What's that little guy doing in here? Sure. Is he going to kill someone?
1: Yeah, it's in play. Um, all right. So I, I'm going to dial it back a little bit for for my next one. Um, Aloysius and a Gagne. <laughs> and a Gagne. The notes that I have next to him. Um, I thought about it. Six foot eight, 260 pounds in college. And uh, what else do I have written down? Oh, uh, just Google him and go to images in case you forgot <laughs> how monstrous uh, this man looks. And... Uh, tell me if that's a man that you'd want to square up against. So got to go with Anna Gagne there uh, for number three. And, oh, man, so the fourth pick. Yeah, I don't think you're going to take my fifth one, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. Okay. We like multi-sport athletes. We sure. like Matt Trannon. We like Matt Trannon. We like Matt Trannon. Like we, we we like a guy that can take a hit in football. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, a guy that just also, and let's be honest, just looks chiseled. And, uh, yeah, ready to just punt you in the next week. So, and Gagne, Matt Trannon. That's what I'm going with for uh, three and four on my team. That, uh, you know what? I, I, I'll buy the logic on Matt Trannon. Thank I'm you. I appreciate that. that. Okay.
0: All right. I'll uh, I'll I'll go with that. So, what are we at now? I got, I have three. I need two more.
1: Yeah, you got to round out your top five here.
0: Okay. Um, hmm. Okay, number four, I'm going. I'm going Kelvin Torbert. Yeah, that sounds between, between
1: Trent and uh, Torbert, but yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Do you respect that?
1: And part of it is like. Just do
0: a Google image
1: search. Yep. Of him at the MSU. old Google test, uh, honestly, carries a lot of weight here. <laughs> in nice. this, in, in this I, was,
0: I was looking back. I'm like, all right, who are some guys from the, you know, the mid 2000s, early 90s, even that maybe I don't remember well, but you know, I just, oh yeah, and then, like, all right, Torbert was pretty jacked, right? And I pull up a picture, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, Torbert was, <laughs> yes sir, yoked out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and uh, he's Detroit, right? Yeah, or no, Calvin Torbert's from Flint. My bad. Flint, Flint, yeah, uh, me, he was yeah. Flint, so sorry. either way, you know, I'm looking into a lot of backstories. You know, we mm-hmm, we sure. know the 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 place you grow up can shape a lot of your toughness, yep. and uh, I think <laughs> that certainly is in play when it comes to Calvin uh, Torbert.
1: I think so as well. I think that okay. plays. Um, Don't blow me... this last one. Don't blow this last one. That's all I'm saying.
0: <sighs> okay, so I got a list here. Sure. Uh, I don't know. Um,
1: wow. wow, the pressure—the pressure is. I know. People.
0: Wow. I'm gonna eliminate. So I don't. I put him on here because he's jacked and mm-hmm. like a good athlete, fighting size. But I'm gonna get rid of Brandon Dawson.
1: That—that's a good one though. Like he's—he's he's first off the bench if you're doing this WWE tag he, team style. And he—he he punched something and broke a hand, didn't he? Uh, yes. I think it was a table. Uh, yeah. Allegedly, yeah. And I'm gonna assume the table didn't make it out okay either. But yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, um, I'm honestly what I'm doing right now is I've got two competing tabs up with each person with an image Okay, and I'm just kind of going back and forth while also
1: Well, I guarantee you none of them are my fifth person. So I'm, I'm yeah, not sweating th- too much over here
0: No, I don't think so. I'm gonna go oh,
1: Follow your heart. I'm
0: gonna go Alan
1: Anderson. Okay. What was the other? What was the other one Hudson?
0: No, it should have been okay. um, Anto- <laughs> Antonio Smith
1: Ah, okay. It was okay. the other one. Um,
0: sure. I wanted to, some Flintstones in my life. Yeah,
1: and no, that that plays.
0: Yeah, but I went with Alan Anderson because there's just a specific picture, and it's his basketball reference picture. <laughs> and my guy, even when he smiles, like he's smiling in his big three picture, and he's the meanest looking person. <laughs> like oh my, yeah. Ever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Alan oh. Anderson, like... It's the beard, and I'm looking back at some of his MSU photos too, and like it just—he's got this built-in scowl. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: no, it's it's a strong one too.
0: And it just like, you know, when I'm parsing semantics, I'm like, all right, you know, I gotta get a guy decent size, you know, tough. I went with Alan Anderson. The beard—it's yeah, it, yeah. all—it all plays.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. <sighs> well, you need someone on your team. They could take a punch, really just absorb it like a sponge. Someone that could just shake it off. I want Andre Hudson,
0: though.
1: Oh, okay. Well, he he could be first off your bench then. He could yeah. be first off your bench. Hudson's,
0: yeah, absolutely on my bench.
1: So I'm I got worry one more about guy. his length. Too long. Okay, yeah, that, that's yeah. Too, <laughs> you know, the, the punches take too the long punch to get home. Takes too yeah.
0: long with Hudson. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could time it with a calendar. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, for my fifth guy, you need someone that can take a punch, absorb a hit, shake it off like nothing's ever happened. Who's seemingly, every step of their career, taken at least one dome shot every single game, but got up and finished the game? Duncanville's own, Matt McQuaid. Duncanville's (laughs) own, Matt McQuaid. Give me the fifth guy (laughs) that can take a punch and just eat it for days and then just come back, keep on coming back like a cockroach in a nuclear (laughs) hailstorm. Just coming back for more every single time. You cannot kill Matt McQuaid. You will have him on my team, and you will like it. So that's what I'm running this off with. Oh, my God. I was walking, and I was like, who's a funny name I could throw out? like, oh, McQuaid would be pretty funny. It would be funny, but uh, there's something to be said about being able to take a hit, and boy, do we know how many hits he took has yeah. four years as a Spartan. So,
0: I will say Julius Marble is a, is a four year career away from joining this list too, for sure. Yes, like yes. he's just built for it.
1: Um, mm-hmm. And he plays rugged. He plays that way. If you can get Bingham to like act like one of those used car sales things, like the inflatables that like flail their <laughs> limbs everywhere, if you can coach him to do that, I think he'd be a strong candidate in the fight too. I mean,
0: <sighs> he's too. No, he's just too wiry. I don't. I don't. I don't see it. All right. Okay. Okay. I don't see it. I'm sorry. All right. We went 17 minutes there.
1: Uh, I feel like we could have gone 17 more <laughs> it minutes. Felt too like
0: five. <laughs> um, holy crap! We'll come back. Oh god. Um, what I'm gonna have to do, and now you're all listening to this in the post thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's just way too long for a single segment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're seeing the sausage we made right now, everyone. So yeah.
0: what I'm doing is I'm gonna split this up, and we're going to do one jam-packed indiana michigan state preview like it's right. just what we're gonna have to do we, we botched this one um but it was way more fun to talk about fighting yeah. <laughs> than it is to rip through some numbers so we will come back and we'll do like 10 12 solid minutes on um
1: michigan state indiana uh basketball preview okay matt so I, I don't think we botched that. I think we could honestly narrow down Indiana hoops into a very short segment. Uh, surprise. Can't really shoot. Mm-hmm. That, that's nuts. They rebound pretty well. They've got oh, some they're, good they're one of the freshman the athletes. Country. Got some good freshman athletes that they beat out MSU for in the recruiting uh, trail. Yep. And also, oh, they're a little underwhelming under Archie Miller this year. Wow, that's <laughs> shocking. Okay, that's our episode. We'll see you uh, Thursday after, or no, Friday after the game. <laughs> I mean really that's that's kind of what Indiana is right
0: uh yeah you're not wrong um yep. the the big well so they're really good at rebounding they're 22 in offen- or yeah 22 in offensive rebounding rate 12th in defensive rebounding rate you mm-hmm. you're going to you're going to be hard pressed to find a team that is better than them at both categories like they're just really good and the reason behind that is you mentioned you alluded to, I should say, Trace Jackson Davis. Yes. Sure. Uh, who is the true freshman, was, I don't know, was he a top 30, something like that? A highly yeah, I regarded think so. recruit. <laughs> yeah, um, Who's been really good. Is their, he's their best player. Um, certainly uh, their best player. Uh, so you've got him at a, a crisp like, 6'9", 6'10", 250, somewhere in there. You've got Joey Brunk, who's 6'11", 250 at center and then at power forward they're now starting or, or small forward they're now starting Justin Smith who's 6'7" 230 mm-hmm. which is a big 6'7" um and he's he was their starting power forward last year so you got three mammoth guys that play pretty good chunks of minutes brunks down a little bit but like yeah between the three of them like Jackson Davis is an awesome offensive rebounder uh and a really good defensive rebounder. Justin Smith, a, a good offensive rebounder. Uh Joey Brunk is a really good offensive rebounder and a really good defensive rebounder. Like they're just super solid between those three. And then like even Duron Davis, who comes off the bench, can get you offensive rebounds. Uh Anderson can as well, Jerome Hunter, like they just have a bunch of Big guys and a bunch of reserves who are like six seven to six eight six nine somewhere in that range and athletic and can come in and grab rebounds and it's a good thing they do because they have a bunch of guys who don't do anything else particularly
1: well. Their their best <laughs> offense is a miss shot. Yes, That's yes. What they got going? It there. is. So, um, yeah, it is
0: stunning. Some of their their shooting numbers, um, like they're three hundred and fourth in the country in three point percentage, Matt. Yeah. And, and I think, and I wrote this in my statistical preview, I think that's kind because Devontae Green's their best shooter. Mm-hmm. And if you read anything, pay attention to anything, Indiana, just checking, like, how are the Hoosiers are doing, um, you're going to find just a furnace blast of hate directed yes. towards Devontae Green.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah, correct. <laughs> he is,
0: for whatever reason, um, up and down, inconsistent. When he's great, they're great. When he's bad, they're bad. He's not starting anymore. He's a senior point guard who's not starting. Um, Rob Finisi's starting, and he's not that great. He's actually a below-average player.
1: It's a fun name to say, though. I mean, at yeah. the very least. So he's got that going for him. He's
0: got that going for him. But, like, Devontae Green, for whatever reason, his minutes are are not consistent at all. And he is, by leaps and bounds, their best three-point shooter with volume, it's he shoots thirty-seven percent on five takes a game, which is good. Mm-hmm. And then after th- that, it's Eljami Durham who shoots 35 percent on like three or four takes a game, and that's literally it. Finisi shoots thirty-three percent. You got zero percent, twenty-five percent, zero percent, twenty-one percent, nineteen percent, twenty-four percent. Like those are all their shooters.
1: <sighs> God. Do you, do you remember how weird last year's game was? Like, I like after with that all said, I could just see this being a game where something weird happens again, where oh, they just yeah. go off for like forty three percent shooting from three. Or <laughs> Indiana God. can absolutely win this game. Oh sure, well yeah. I mean, how how could you think they can't? Especially what happened last year. Like we inexplicably lost to them not once but twice. Mm-hmm. It all it all worked out for us in the end. I mean, I haven't yeah. lost a lot of sleep on those games, but still, like yeah, going to Assembly just patently a tough place to play. I mean, no matter how underwhelming Indiana is for however you know long the stretch of time they have been underwhelming for. But, God, you remember just how weird that game was last year? I'm looking at it. We were up 8 points, 621 to go. No team scored in the final buck 46 <laughs> of the game. Yeah. That, that was just the worst game in the world yeah. to, to watch.
0: I lost in OT. It was not fun. And then you lose by one at home. Like, the two losses to them were just – Oh no! We, we, we lost stupid. in
1: regulation at, at Indiana. It yes, you're right. It was
0: 63-62 in Indiana. You're right, and they yeah. won in overtime at the Breslin
1: Center. You're correct. I that's right. right. Yes, that's right. Yeah.
0: Yep. That was the first one, and, and everyone's like, "What's going on? God, panic!" Um,
1: uh, so yeah. Sorry, I might have yes. led that train. Um, my bad. You might have. Um, I was day drinking <laughs> Chicago all day. I, I'm not responsible for my actions. It's okay. I am, so, all right. Uh, the other thing
0: that Indiana strangely does really well, and this is kind of funny to me. So Indiana's good. We should say that they're forty first. Yeah. They're forty first in adjusted efficiency. They're a tournament bubble team. I shouldn't like. They're not like really good, but like they're solid. They're fine. They they crushed Florida State earlier oh, yeah. in the year. That's an excellent win, uh, yeah. especially given what Florida State's done. They beat Ohio State, and yeah, I know. Ohio State's been doing this stupid thing, but they, they beat them. You know, tough <laughs> loss. Stupid thing. They're stupid thing. And, you know, they lost once at home to Arkansas. The rest of their losses are on the road. You know, two Wisconsin, two Maryland, two Rutgers, which is funny to say, but all good quality teams. So right. nothing terribly catastrophic. They're just like underachieving a little bit compared to the, like the talent you would th- like. You look at them and be like, you guys should be
1: a little bit better. And that's kind yeah. of. It's Archie Miller's Indiana. You guys should be a little bit better. Yep. Tales all his time. And by all his time, I mean, like, what, how long has he been there? Three years? This is his third season, I yeah. believe. Yeah, gotcha.
0: Crean got canned in uh, 2017 after they went 18 and 16.
1: Man, oh, man, oh, man. So, yeah. all
0: right. Yep. Archie Miller did worse than that his first year, the exact same his second year, pretty much, and third year doing better they're 14 and 4 they have an impossible
1: stretch coming up like yeah you, you, you don't want to say doing better and then saying oh by the way they're also a bubble team right now yeah, <laughs> like oh that's a that's yeah, a tough that's bar that's not great for indiana
0: <laughs> basketball um but they are about to they've got you know, i'll put it this way they have four conference wins they're four and three in the big 10 three mm. of those conference wins are against nebraska and northwestern yep <laughs> so things are about to get tough
1: a little bit, yeah. You don't want to burn those two games up immediately in the conference season. You yeah. want to like have those padded somewhere deep. Yeah. Uh, the, oh well.
0: The easiest game left on their schedule is they host Minnesota uh, March fourth, and Minnesota is like, that's a three point projected win for Indiana, so yeah. it's tough for them. Yeah. Totally. Anyway, what the Hoosiers do really well is they get to the free throw line on offense,
1: Matt. I read that. I wasn't necessarily tickled by that by any means, but, yeah, I read it.
0: No, they're, they are number two in the country at free throw rate, which is uh, pretty God. damn impressive. It's a really great way to be efficient on offense is to get to the line a ton. Yeah. Here's the rub, buddy. Give it to me. They are 237th in free throw percentage.
1: Okay, good God. <laughs> I, I, now, th- now, that I did not know. I, I figured they're at least top 100 or something. Like, Good God. Okay. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> yeah. they uh, So, Trice Jackson Davis gets there a
0: ton, and he's probably there. Well, him and Durham. So, Jackson Davis shoots five free throws a game, uh, more than that, a little bit more than five free throws a game, hits 71%. So, he's, like, mediocre. Durham hits 81% on uh, three-ish attempts a game, um, you know, three and a half attempts a game. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like... Justin Smith has taken 134 free throws this year, shooting 56% from the line. Joey Brunk, oh no, excuse me, I read that wrong. Justin Smith's taken 73, hitting 63%, still not great. Joey Brunk's taken 42 free throws, hitting 52%. Duran Davis, 41% from the line. Devontae Green, your point guard, 65% from the line. It's just a lot of not great free throw shooting, even though they do a great job getting to the line. They are total butt at converting those in two points.
1: When when they go 12 of 22 from three-point and 31 of 33 <laughs> from the know. charity stripe tonight, yeah, I, I I'm i just going to be maniacally laughing. Mm-hmm. It's It'll be funny. I won't even be mad. It'll just be funny to me. God, I'm just... I'm bracing I'm for it. I'm, I'm <laughs> like, bracing for this anomaly tonight. <laughs> really? Like, how Michigan State loses this
0: game is they get out-rebounded by... Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a combination of things. They get rebounded, out-rebounded by some margin. Yep. If they stalemate the rebounding, they're probably going to win. If they win the rebounding, they damn well better win. But if Indiana wins the rebounding by, let's say, a decent margin, yep. they're going to need to shoot over their head from three and over their head from the free throw line to yep. be able to get a win. And that's sort of
1: the rest of I can you see need... someone like getting two quick fouls before the first media timeout, you know, like Tillman, for example. Yeah, I think that happened yeah. to Tillman let no it was two years ago when Tillman got like two quick ones or whatever, but Yeah. Yeah, it's some something like that.
0: Some sort of anomaly, abnormal thing. They're a little bit hot from three. They go whatever, seventeen of twenty one from the stripe, or twenty one yeah. of twenty five from the free throw line, something like that. Or they just grab 14 offensive rebounds, 16 offensive Mm -hmm. rebounds, some stupid high number. Uh, That's what it is. There's some, you know.
1: Cassius, like still not being full (laughs) Cassius, you know, I mean, it's been a tough two game stretch, but I can't guarantee anything in life. I'm going to assume he just comes back here for this third game. And uh, yeah, I mean, he had a great game last year. I, I I don't really have like any like specific memories, but Sean Dwyer, a follower on Twitter reached out Mm and DM would me some stats. From Cassius, his first two years at Indiana weren't you know, necessarily incredible. But, yeah, last year, I totally forgot. He had 20 points, 11 assists. I mean, it that's was good. An, an okay outing for him. Yeah, on what was it? Uh, like 8 to 12 shooting. Yeah, that's you know, okay. Like, solid. like he, he's played at Indiana before and can handle the environment. Like, he's played in tough environments, can handle it. So, obviously, not too concerned about Cassius Winston. But, yeah, somewhere in the back of my head, I'm thinking, like, uh-oh maybe we do start to worry if this happens three games in a row, but yeah, I, I, mean, d- I doubt it happens. The, the three games before that, he was the
0: best player in the country. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, so. and,
1: and, and, and that's why, like, I, I don't doubt that he's going to have a fine game tonight.
0: Yeah. So uh, something along those lines, like we just kind of laid out, that's that's the, the, the recipe to getting upset by a team that, you know, and maybe it's a close game. It probably could very well should be a close game because of, Indiana's ability to force out extra possessions, scratch out offensive rebounds, yeah, um, that will go a long way in making up for shooting woes. To just take more shots, um, but they don't force turnovers at all on defense. They're middling at that. They they they're middling at turning it over themselves. So you know, give a few possessions back that way. Mm. <clears throat> they don't shoot it. At all, <laughs> so like it's you just kind of look in there, like all right, don't let them have a weird night from three, don't let them, you know, they're gonna get to the line. Hope they miss a few and work your tails off on the boards, and grind out a Big Ten road win.
1: Okay, simple enough.
0: Yeah, I feel, I feel like that's a good print, right? Straightforward
1: enough. Yeah. Yeah. Easy enough for me to understand it. So, yeah, it seems straightforward.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think this one gets played at a pace more comfortable for Michigan State. Um, they've had three straight games possessions 66, 60 against Purdue, and 64 against Wisconsin. That is not their way. Um, Michigan, in the Michigan game, there were 75 possessions. We saw how that went. 70 against Illinois. Um, Every other game this year, except for a couple, have been in the mid to high 70s. And when it's mid to high 70s, like Michigan State gets out, they run, they score a bunch. Um, and we all have fun. And we all have fun. So we make I, memories,
1: I th- we laugh, it's great.
0: <laughs> I think Michigan State will be able to push the ball
1: a little bit uh, in this one. So, Do you have my favorite part uh, coming up, the, the projected score, Huff Ken Pom? Yes, we'll do that yes. and then we will close <laughs> it out. It is projected
0: to be a seventy-two to seventy victory for Michigan State. Oh God, yeah, uh, that's I narrow. <laughs> a fifty-seven percent chance of victory.
1: Okay, all right. Uh, you know, such is life on the road in the Big Ten. So, yeah.
0: also, such is life when you play one of the worst games you could possibly play last week. No, <laughs> oh, that's fair too. Okay, <laughs> Yeah. And then that team proceeds to lose to Illinois and Maryland. <sighs> Oh,
1: yeah, yep, yep,
0: yeah. yep, yep. <laughs> well, doing absolutely nothing. Uh, oh, all right, yeah. that's going to do it for us here on Locked on Spartans. We'll be back tomorrow. Real quick recap, unless something crazy happens uh, in this game. Real quick recap of, of what happened here against Indiana, and then we will preview Michigan State, Minnesota uh, as well tomorrow. So jam-packed episode for you tomorrow on Locked on Spartans. Reminded to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast.
1: Matt, take us home. Matt McQuaid is taking us all to the battleground and leading us to glory, baby. Let's go. Go, Matt McQuaid. Go green.